0: (laughs) he's immortalized I hired him to do that last year okay so um, let's see I'm going to say the date it's September 18th 2015 and we're at Lifebridge Sanctuary for the Northeast Deep Dive Retreat and I'm scheduled to give a Dharma talk. <laughs> but this is going to be a non-Dharma talk. And there'll be some, um, a couple of meditations, so experiential things. Um, so this is uh, one of the first videos of a talk that I've done. In So this is, I'm going to try to ignore the video because um, it raises the anxiety about Um, doing a you know doing this perfectly and I already have a high enough bar so you know this way I go okay camera what camera (laughs) okay so we'll pretend it's not there so let's start out with um, closing our eyes and just having um, a minute or two of uh, quiet and getting settled Just want to check in with who's here. I like to. be inspired uh, in doing these talks and presentations. Um, And um, I have a thing about I like to say something new or different or in a different way. Um, Some of you have heard me give some talks and other um, events. Um, I may repeat something, (laughs) Um, maybe be able to come at it from a different angle. Um, So this morning, I want to come up with a title also, so my working title at this point, my morning inspiration, is um, Beholding the Supreme Divine Beloved. Subtitle would be, another title would be, the, the Divine Pleasures of the Supreme Heart. Now, to define terms, um, in Waking Down we use the term uh, divine being or whole being. Um, I like the term to jazz it up a little bit, radiant divine being. So that's um, the totality of divine being is a uh, synonymous term for the heart, capital H. I fancy it up with the supreme heart. And then for those who may be more um, devotionally oriented, then I also use the term the supreme beloved or the supreme divine beloved. Um, I. Am I'm oriented to the feminine face of God or the divine. Some people are oriented to the masculine face of God or the divine. So I like to, there's, there's no gender to the supreme heart. Um, but I lean towards, let's say, the grace, love, and bliss aspect of divine being. And um, I also refer to the supreme heart as the supreme mother. I'm being oriented to the feminine face of God. So now I've had a magic wand. Then I go, bing. And then you would all have supreme heart realization and uh, have, uh, like, realize your identity uh, Uh, of in-heart realization. Well, actually, I don't need a magic wand because each of us here already in this room is the supreme heart in a materialized form. And so we're going to do a guided meditation, but I want to lay a little groundwork so that we can go deeper in the meditation. And I'll call the meditation communing with the Supreme Heart. Um, So in my humorous way, I like to think of clever things. So my presentation will be to provide you with magic overalls, which then you're going to put on the magic overalls. And then that will allow you to commune more deeply and even move into perhaps a unity with the Supreme Heart. So let me lay um, a little groundwork for that before we go into meditation. So now I'm going to tell you the the open secret of existence. This this is it's an open secret, but it's something you have to. Um, explore and find. So now, the open secret of existence. (laughs) The secret of existence is that there is only the Supreme Heart. There's only one Supreme Heart. And it's paradoxical, because the, the Supreme Heart or divine being or the supreme beloved is simultaneously both unmanifested and manifested at the same time. That's the paradox. So each of us is the supreme heart in a materialized manifested form and simultaneously we have our transcendental ground and then we're materialized the heart in materialized manifested form. So we're going to do a meditation to deepen in this and explore this further. So let's um, Paint a picture of the um, the supreme heart, the supreme beloved, and divine being, or divine being. So, in in trying to understand with concepts, the the supreme heart can't be understood and is ineffable, undescribable. There are um, three capital Q qualities of the Supreme Heart or the Supreme Beloved that we can experience. So that's what I want to delineate and you've heard these so this is just one way of looking at trying to get a handle on this. So, remember, people said, I have trouble sleeping last night. That's one of the qualities of the Supreme Heart, the Shakti current, the Spirit current, the Supreme Divine Energy of existence. It um, permeates and radiates through all of existence. So, We as, where each of us is actually one way of looking at is materialized shakti energy in a a matter form. And so in the transmission that we have in the meditation and gazing, then one of the things that gets intensified, magnified, is the spirit current. And then you may feel it as a buzz in the body. Um, It can be a pleasurable kind of pressure or heat. I tend to feel it more in the head area and uh, a pleasant um, warmth or, or pressure when it's when it's more intensified, so that difficulty of sleeping the buzz that is the um, universal uh, shakti uh, current or divine energy okay so that's uh, one of the qualities of the supreme heart, divine being, supreme beloved. Now next quality is my favorite. <laughs> so, um, where's um, uh, Don, okay. So Don, um, in a uh, small group, talked about the rapture. And so, Kevlar raptured. he is feeling this bliss, rapturous bliss, love bliss. And this is one of the qualities of the supreme heart, divine being. And some people feel this more than others. Um, so I want to flesh this out a bit so we can feel it more. Um, so... So now i just paint the first word. Supreme, unconditional, absolute, divine love. Embracing everything. Nothing held outside. Everything included. Absolute acceptance. Love so absolute, everything is included, everything embraced. This um, quality of the Supreme Heart includes bliss, rapture, and for those who are devotionally oriented it can be this devotional rapture and even can be an uh, an ecstatic inebriation i 'm um, using my discriminative side for this presentation, but the larger part of me is an ecstatic mystic, and that 's something that I want to bring more to waking down is the ecstasy that is available in heart realization um, and um, that the um, bliss of bliss is sometimes thought of in some circles as a distraction. Uh, for, but I, I, for me, I believe it's well, it's inherent in existence. It's woven throughout existence, and it makes embodiment both more pleasurable and easier it's like a lubricant for embodiment because being embodied and especially for those of us who grew up with um... more difficult childhoods where there may have been trauma and abuse then there's emotional pain in the body and it's not pleasant to be in the body and and, and feeling. So bliss and divine love um... are for me essential and important to have more access to and to magnify um, so that there's actually pleasure and happiness in being alive and in the body. Another way of looking at divine love is capital H feeling, like unconditional feeling or feeling without limitation, feeling to infinity, so you're opening your feeling and you feel everything. Let yourself, you're able to feel anything and everything. And that could be also another way of defining love. You're feeling, embracing, everything. Everything felt. And for those who are feelingly oriented this is a, a gateway or channel or mode of communing with Uh, divine being or the supreme heart is through the uh, mode of feeling. Some people do it through insight. Um, I fortunately can do both but I think for for many people the feeling dimension may be the most um, helpful way of um, uh, communing and unifying and Uh, deepening in the uh, enjoyment of, of, um, let's say, supreme heart communion. So we're going to be doing a meditation where we're going to be opening feeling and feeling both the body-mind and feeling this divine unified field um, that is the supreme heart. So That's also, um, skipping forward, um, we'll develop the divine love further. Divine being, or the supreme heart, um, inherently is a singular, unconditional unity hyphen simultaneity. We use the word unity, but it's a unity of um, the infinite and finite. It's a unity of the unlimited and limited. And it's a unity of the absolute and relative. So this is one of the um, part of the open secret that the absolute and the relative, which traditionally um, in Eastern religion is taught to be separate, so we're stuck in the relative gross plane of the body-mind. And then we've got to ascend or escape, transcend the gross body-mind, and ascend and uh, maintain connection with the absolute, and then try to stay there as long as possible. And I tried that when I was younger. I would meditate really good. I'd go, oh, good, good meditation. I'd be in this sublime kind of peace. I'd go, I'm there. I want it to last. And then slowly I'd go, uh-oh, it's going <laughs> away. Plunk. And uh, I'd be back in my human stuff, and I'd go, oh, I've got to try to ascend again to get more to the Divine and the Absolute. Uh, one of the testers was my brother <laughs> because he would do stuff like, he was a little sloppier and he wouldn't clean the bathtub ring, we shared a bathroom. and So I had agreed with dawn. you're going to um, wash the bathtub ring after you take a bath, okay? Yes, Van, I'll do that. So I remember coming down from a mellow meditation upstairs. I come down to the bathroom. I see the bathtub ring. It's there. He didn't. He didn't wash it. I got all pissed off. And there went my meditation. I was mellow, and I go. Uh, so I go. Oh, there's something. This system's not working. <laughs> so, then fast forward now the years. So then the secret that's revealed is an absolute and relative are married together. And there's different ways of of describing this, but that, in a nutshell, is the open secret of existence. The absolute and the relative are married together. It's a paradoxical marriage, because you have something that is, uh, let's say, infinite Mm -hmm. and unconditional, married to, to something that's relative, that's finite, that's local. But each of us is this marriage of the absolute and the relative. We are simultaneously have our transcendental nature, and then simultaneously we're local. So each of us is this both-and sandwich. We're a sandwich of the absolute relative. It's the most delicious sandwich. If we're to be more technical, it's more like a simultaneity or a seamless unity. Um, So we're um, an absolute and relative uh, sandwich, or a a divine and human sandwich. And what we call the second birth is basically uh, rediscovering that the uh, absolute and relative are married together, or that I am a human and divine sandwich, or simultaneity. It's already true right now. So it's actually not an awakening. It's just what is already true is revealed or rediscovered. And then with what we call second birth, you have more stable access to um, living as that paradox of being uh, divine and human, infinite, finite, or absolute and relative. And this is what uh, the fancy, you know, we have the term, the core wound. Um, it's, it's being both absolute and relative simultaneously. Uh, I prefer the term, the core condition. And before second birth, um, this core condition is not yet clarified. It's already true. That's what we are. We're this absolute relative sandwich simultaneity and after what we call the second birth, it's just then the core, this core condition is clarified. Now skipping forward again, um, so I'm weaving in different threads here. the With uh, initial second birth or initial heart realization, we recognize that the the absent relative are married together, and then there's a further deepening, so this is for the second life people um, as we deepen and mature in our second life because after the second birth or initial heart realization, there's further growth, evolution, and maturity. Uh, so, one way of describing it is that the inherent paradoxal unity intensifies, um, and the personal self gets divinized, matter gets divinized, the material world becomes more divine, and the obviousness of, of the <clears throat> divine revealing itself as uh, also the material world becomes more um, accessible, more uh, more tangibly felt and experienced. Um, so the other thing that happens is that the absent relative that are married, the marriage intensifies. The, the, the um, and the, uh, the unity, I mean, it's already this, I'm speaking figuratively, <laughs> it's already true, but it seems, experientially, it seems like the absolute and relative get more merged, more fused together, more deeply married, um, the unity of the two intensifies, and then it's revealed that the absolute and relative are coincident. So what that translates to is that there's only one supreme heart. There's not, I used to think like, like um, the divine was, there was a divine realm, or, or more subtle realm, where it was more divine than here in the material plane. And then what has been revealed over time by grace is that there's only one divine. There's only one heart, and simultaneously transcendental and simultaneously local, simultaneously unmanifested, and simultaneously manifested. So, this is this world, and each of us is the very divine in a material, manifested form. And this is what gets revealed and, and further deepens in the second life. So the the, the um, right now for for um, some of you that's a concept, but it, it's a framework, because it helps to have a mental framework that's closer to reality, and that helps in discovering uh, the truth of reality. Or when you have experiences like it falls into uh, because it's not it can't be a logic. It's not logical. It's more paradoxical. It gives a framework, then, to recognize, when you have deep spiritual experiences, what's unfolding. Um, So there's another piece I want to paint about uh, the three qualities of the Supreme Heart. And along the theme of beholding the beloved, beholding the supreme divine beloved, um, I want to do a short gaze. I'm just going to go around and just behold behold the divine, supreme divine beloved as each of you. Being oriented to the the feminine face of the Supreme Divine, for me, divine love, absolute divine love, is the heart of existence. Um, It's generally taught that um and in waking down it's it, this is part of waking down that the capital C word consciousness, which i'll say more about, is um, the uh, senior principal um, there um, and and uh, let's say the the source condition and therefore the most important uh, aspect of existence. That's one pedestrian way of saying it. <laughs> there is probably a more elegant technical way of saying that. Um, for me, divine love, small l love, capital L love is. The most important and the heart of existence. Um, we all s- seek for love, um, they say when you die that's all you take with you is the love and um, uh, we all want to have a loved one. Um, our hearts are warm, you know, it's, it's grace and love to me are the center and heart of existence. Um, another image we might say is like if consciousness or transcendental awareness which I'll say more about which is a third quality of the supreme art is the ground or body of existence just as you know in the physical body the, phys- the physical animal body then the heart um, is is the core of the body. So, my uh, metaphor is like transcendental awareness or consciousness, capital C consciousness, is like the body of existence, but supreme divine love is the heart of existence. So, that's uh, my personal orientation. Some there's some other spiritual teachers that share that orientation, but mostly people say that consciousness is, is the center uh, or core of existence. At least we can say that they're a unity, simultaneity, and in, undifferentiated. Which, which goes to say, what I'm, what I'm doing is talking about existence like parts, but it's an indivisible, paradoxical, seamless unity. It's all uh, a single continuum, continuity, and it just helps to name certain things that we can touch into, experience. Um, uh, That has its usefulness, but in truth it's all one Unconditional, all-inclusive, unity, simultaneity. Uh, I thought up of another fancy term because I like fancy terms. <laughs> unconditional, non-dual unity. I gotta throw that non-dual word in there. So existence is an unconditional, non-dual unity. So the third quality capital Q is the big word we throw around waking down. Consciousness, to capital C. Um, another word for that, as I said before, is like transcendental awareness or primordial awareness. Um, some other terms could be the, the light of awareness. So it, it's also um, let's say the divine light of awareness. Lights. All the changing phenomena. Um, Other traditions may call it emptiness, capital E, silence with a capital S, space with a capital S. Um, It's The unchanging ground of beingness, um, in which all the changing phenomena arise. Um, And to put in a a commercial plug, (laughs) I did uh, an exercise, a consciousness exploration exercise, uh, in a small group, and um, so it, it's uh, a a technique guide where I'm leading one of the members in the group through this consciousness exercise and um, uh, I'm going to be doing a little editing on it and I have this person's permission that I'll be putting this on my website so for those who want to explore or have more uh, uh, discrimination about consciousness and greater recognition with that, um, there'll be this uh, little short 20 minute Guided technique meditation through that. Okay, so just to finish this piece Awareness is useful or an important key since. It, it allows us both then where I can both be the body-mind as it is and grounded down in the body-mind and simultaneously be the awareness, recognize that my nature as the absolute and, and relative sandwich is this, I am also, each of us is this transcendental awareness that registers all the changing phenomena, that's the body-mind van. And so then I could both be the body-mind exactly as it is and simultaneously recognize that all the changing stuff is happening in awareness, including the subtle eye sense, so I'm not exclusively identified with the body-mind while I'm being it. And this is one of the keys Uh, doorways that helps do the exercise where we'll be doing dual simultaneous focus or dual simultaneous feeling where I'm both I'm going to lead this meditation where we're both the body-mind and simultaneously uh, feeling the body-mind as it is and feeling the infinite divine unified field in which the body-mind is arising. So in a minute we'll be doing that. Now there may be different ways of um, sensing this divine unified field. For some it may be easier to sense unified field as the um, supreme shakti current, infinite uh, energy permeating everything. That's one one way of feeling the infinite field. For others maybe this unconditional feeling of infinite field of supreme love, Um, maybe one way of experiencing the Divine Unified Field, and for others it may be the unconditional field or ground of transcendental awareness that can be the Divine Unified Field, or they may be all fused together, all these three may be fused together. So I just give you options here for for what might uh, you know work best for you. Okay, so um, so then this meditation we're going to be doing what I call dual simultaneous focus or dual simultaneous feeling. Uh, the advanced technique is dual simultaneous abidance. So basically, you'll be feeling two things at the same time. So that's what we'll be doing this meditation. So before I launch into that, um, any questions at this point? I know I said a lot of things here. Okay. If you could just say that the three points of. Uh, God, uh, God yeah. Okay, um, the transcendental awareness, supreme divine love or and bliss, and the um, divine uh, shakti current, or, or uh, divine energy current. So those are the three. And oh, thank you for reminding me. So all those three are materialized and manifested into matter. So that's an important point. Thank you for reminding me. That's where everything, where materialized consciousness, materialized love, materialized energy. So so matter is sacred energy. I mean, sacred matter or sacred substance. It's not just inert molecules. It's actually divine substance. And that's what you see, like, with um, heart realization: the world becomes alive in the living in the moment. The divine—it's infused with the divine, and then you have uh, greater access to see that we, we're graced by glimpsing that even prior to second birth, where everything feels alive and magical. That's why we love nature. Uh, but the truth is that this, this all is each of us is these um, the supreme heart. These three. Uh, qualities whoosh, mm-hmm. materialized, manifested into, and it's a singular, seamless unity. So that's, we're going to enter into that in this meditation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So light. Light. Transcendental light, whatever, transpersonal, whatever. Is that the Shakti? No, in this, in this way we're using light as the light of awareness. As, as yes. awareness. Yes. Versus light as energy. It could be used both ways, but in this term is the light of awareness. Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. All right. So just let yourself settle. Um, let yourself settle and relax um, in the body mind. Let your breathing. Um, let yourself breathe from the belly, and let the belly be soft. And you can. Some people like to imagine grounding. The body, like having a. Uh, a column or roots go down to the center of the earth from the base of the spine so the body is grounded. So let feeling, let attention relax. There's nothing to figure out. We're just doing feeling exploration just for fun. See what happens. So relax thinking. Let let attention just be relaxed and soft. So it's more soft awareness and relax feeling. Breathe in a natural, comfortable rhythm. And let your feeling open so you let yourself. Feel freely, feel without limitation. Let yourself feel anything, let the body-mind be exactly as it is, nothing to change. Now feel the body-mind, and just let yourself be aware of the body-mind. So you're feeling the body-mind just as it's happening. There's thoughts happening, feelings and emotions happening, physical sensations happening, perceptions of the sound, the cicada in the background, All the phenomena in the body-mind, just let it happen in its own natural unfolding, nothing to change. Just let yourself feel the body-mind, the moment-to-moment kind of way. All the phenomena changing moment-to-moment. So, I'm calling this exercise Communing with the Supreme Heart. So, in this communion, we've opened up feeling, we're feeling the body-mind, and then we're going to move into a dual simultaneous feeling, or dual simultaneous abidance. So, just let yourself continue to feel the body-mind, and all the changing phenomena. Let me point out that the most subtle phenomena in the body-mind is the me-sense, the I-sense, the sense of the unique flavor of you, what you feel as you that differentiates you from other you's, other people. That's the most subtle phenomena. And that's something that you can be aware of, it's very subtle, the most is changing phenomena in the body-mind. So whatever is happening in the body-mind is fine, nothing to change, so complete love embrace of the body-mind, just as it is happening, unfolding, moment to moment. If any unpleasant or negative feelings arise, just let them be there. Embrace that with feeling and love. Let yourself feel it and it will arise and it will pass in its own time. So we're using feeling, feeling without limitation, letting every feeling, every phenomena be there in the body-mind. Embracing everything as is, moment to moment. its own deliciousness now as we're continuing to feel the body mind like an open feeling to Now notice and let yourself feel the the Divine Unified Field in which the Body-Mind is arising. There is an infinite Field in which the Body-Mind is arising. So let feeling open to feel that. Let's just shift awareness to feel that. No effort with this, however that may appear to you. It may be an unconditional field of awareness, registering all the changing phenomena. It may be an infinite field of unconditional love, absolutely embracing, holding everything, the whole body, mind, all of the whole universe, everything held in love, this infinite field of unconditional divine love. It may be an infinite field of radiant divine energy, living everything enlivening everything, the cosmic vibration energy of the heart, the Shakti energy and Shakti current living everything. The Divine Unified Field may be a fusion and mixture of all these three, or it it may shift in how you're experiencing it. It absolutely holds the body-mind, and the body-mind arises in this divine unified field. Now this is going to unfold uniquely for each person so I'll give some general directions but if it unfolds slightly differently for you just go with what's unfolding, what's being revealed. So while you're feeling this infinite divine unified field in which the body-mind is arising, go ahead and notice and feel the body-mind at the same time. Maybe you are already doing that. So, feel the body-mind, let it be exactly as it is. So you're feeling that. Being that. And then feel or be the Divine, unified feel at the same time. Both and. This is a form of communion where you're feeling and merging with the Divine Unified Field. Dual simultaneous feeling, dual simultaneous abidance. Both and. Yeah. that may be happening spontaneously, let yourself, let the personal self, the body-mind, if it hasn't already, merge or melt into the Divine Unified Field. It's okay to let the personal self, the body-mind, become more diffuse, and maybe even melted or dissolved into the Divine Unified Field. It's okay to let go into this and temporarily dissolve. The personal self will re-emerge, there's nothing to be afraid of. It's okay just to let the personal self dissolve, melt, maybe unify with the Divine Unified Field Mm. into the Singular Seamless Unity, the All-Inclusive Unconditional Unity Simultaneity. So, I'll be quiet for a few minutes and let you enjoy this. And I'll transmit the unity transmission, heart unity transmission. So in a minute or two, gently let yourself come back into your body and into the room. Gently let yourself come back into the body, and let yourself be grounded back in the body. And then when you're ready, you can gently let your eyes open. If you want to get up and stretch that 's fine too've been sitting a long time then if we're going to open it up just for short sharing we're a little short on time. We have one more exercise to do after we do a little sharing. so if anyone would like to share their experience. Um, mm-hmm. Would invite you to do that. Yes. That was very, very deep and still and very beautiful. Wonderful. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Want to invite people to please stay for Benita, because we're gonna get more drunk on divine love. Just she's just just by being her, I told her, just sit here. Doesn't matter what you say. You just just by being that, you're just gonna radiate love. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna get further intoxicated and high <laughs> yeah. in Benita. So I know it's getting late, but uh, we'll, that'll be shortly. After uh, we'll be doing that very shortly. Okay. Did you want to share anything? Okay. Anyone else want to share any of the experience? Okay, so now it occurred to me that you can do this technique. You know, we'll call it a meditation technique um, as a form of practice. So you could sit down. You could do even five minutes. Set a timer or ten minutes, and. Just play with it, you know. It won't, it may not magically go deep every time. Um, And then randomly during the day you might just notice, okay, I'm being dual simultaneous feeling. I'm feeling the body-mind. Okay, now I'm gonna feel the divine unified field in which it's arising. (coughs) Gonna feel both. Feel that kind of expansion. Breathe, breathe, and you just enjoy that. Uh, might caution might not be safe to do it when you're driving, though, <laughs> but maybe you can pull it off. Um, then I got the idea, hey, you could do this in the mirror like so you can look at yourself and you're gazing with yourself <coughs> and um, then you could close your eyes you know you can improvise in this and then feel the body mind feel the divine unified field and open eyes and then you're gazing at yourself this is the divine heart the supreme heart in flesh form materialized and you're gazing at yourself, looking at the very divine and flesh form and feeling the body, mind, and the divine unified field, all a seamless unity if that unfolds in that way. So I was thinking of you, you can do this, play with it, and maybe it might be a helpful technique. Mm-hmm. So so you can bring that home and, and uh, play with that, try it in the mirror as a meditation and randomly just to deepen during the day, you take a walk out in the woods. I, I love natural ways of getting high but not without chemicals so that's why I try to think of these things. <laughs> okay, now another natural way of getting high is beholding the beloved in another, with another person. So um, uh, we'll go right into that. So um, I'm going to demonstrate with Sarah. So I want not bring your chair up here, Sarah, please. So um, hopefully there'll be an even number. So you'll um, so you turn to the person next to you, and you're going to be gazing. Many of you have done this before. And then you're going to put your... Um, Let's see, uh, right hand on their heart. And then you put your left hand on top of their hand. And then you're going to be, choose an eye. I'd say choose the left eye if you want the right eye. But one look at one eye. And this is beholding the supreme divine beloved in a flesh form. So feel yourself as the very divine in a material form. And you're beholding being with another divine incarnation. This is the very divine, the divine beloved in a material human form. And then we'll do that for a minute or two. Okay, so go ahead and um, why don't you, just make it easier, turn to the person next to you. An even number? Do you want to do this? Come up here. Or, um, John, do you, do you need to stay in the camera? Do you want to do it with. Um, oh, you want to man the camera. Person, heal, person to the camera. Okay. So go ahead and put your right hand um, on the other person's heart, and then put your left hand on top of their right hand. Okay, let's, let's, why don't you look at the right, uh, left, left eye. Okay, we'll choose the left eye. Okay, and then we'll do this for a minute or two. And then breathe in the belly. It's okay to feel a little self-conscious. But remember, you're the supreme heart in a materialized form. And this is the Supreme Heart, that you're beholding and blessing with your hand on their heart. You're touching the very Divine in Flesh form. And there's one all-inclusive, unconditional, unity, simultaneity. the Supreme Heart, the Supreme Beloved. finish up in about 30 seconds. Is it OK that everyone hugs everyone? OK, so if, it, if it's OK, then. So what kind the This is Satchit Ananda. <laughs> Sat, um, being, truth, chit, consciousness, awareness, Ananda, bliss. Um, we need to finish up in a few minutes so we can go to Venita's um, sharing. Any? Um, Thing anyone would like to share about their experience of that?
1: <coughs>
0: <laughs> that says it. <laughs> that mm-hmm. So, um, in some part of tonight, how many people um, experience an increase of, uh, of love at some point? Okay. <laughs> And how many experienced some increase in bliss? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, um, how many felt or sense of the, the deeper, um, let's say, space or ground or uh, emptiness of, of consciousness or awareness? Okay, great. And then, how many did the, the unified feel in some way increase or intensify or magnify? So, okay, that's great. Um, so I hope um, these concepts and experiences and framework uh, are helpful. There's no way to speak. That's why the supreme heart is ineffable. There's no words to describe it. It's like trying to describe love. But that um, supreme, unconditional uni- unity, simultaneity is, is what we are and is what we arise in, um, what, we're, what we com- can commune with, and what we uh, are in unity with. So this. Seamless, singular, unified field is what reveals itself in the second life, or second birth. Mm-hmm. So that you, this is infinite and finite sandwich, or simultaneity, the absolute and relative sandwich or simultaneity. So we're this both-and, and we try to be either, well I'm this, or I'm no, I'm this, I'm the human, no, I'm the divine, I'm relative, I'm absolute. It's, it's both-and. And so then we're feeling this paradox moment to moment and having more stable access to it. That's what we call the second birth. It's already true. It's just it's revealed and we have more access to it. So it's more a revealing rather than an awakening. And then it further deepens. The unity intensifies. The unified field intensifies. The marriage of the absent relative intensifies. And as you see, there's a lot of these divine pleasures of the heart that are available. And so I'm glad we're able to share that and, and um, magnify and enjoy that together and uh, have more happiness and more enjoyment of each other and life and, um, and share, share this with others. Because everyone is this. The whole world is this. And then that's also it makes life more fun. And then you see someone at the store and even you know you see them, oh, this is the divine too. They may not recognize it yet, but everyone is this, it's all inclusive. So I can say, I am God, all inclusively. Everyone, you are God too, everyone is that. So we am that, and that is this. All right, thank you everyone.